HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. This episode of Cutting the Curd is brought to you by Comté Cheese Association. Comté, an iconic cheese from the Jura Mountains of France, favored by cheesemongers and cheese lovers all over the world. Find out more at Comté-USA.com. That's C-O-M-T-E-USA.com. Hello, I'm Carlos Escas, your guest host today. Welcome to Cutting the Perch. For today's show, we will be talking about volunteering and opportunities to help. For the first part of the show, I will have Tara Holm, new executive director of the American Cheese Society. And then we will have Nicole Garrett, administrative support director of the Cheese Culture Coalition. My goal today is to encourage more people to support these organizations, as well as the, as the Daphne Cephus Teaching Endowment, which I will be talking about. Uh, so we are going to jump right in. Uh, hello, Tara. Hi, Carlos. Thanks for having me today. Thank you. Wonderful. Um, so I normally love to start with you introducing yourself, uh, letting um, our listeners know who you are. And I think it's best that you introduce yourself than me reading your entire bio. <laughs> sure. Um, well, as you said, my name is Tara Holmes, and I am the executive director of the American Cheese Society. I'm fairly new appoint- newly appointed. Um, I've been with ACS now for about a year. I started on as the team lead as ACS was transitioning to a new management company model. And um, kind of in the midst of that transition, um, they offered me the executive director position. And so I've now been in that slot for a few months. And um, it's been fantastic. Such a great group of folks at the ACS. And um, it's just really been a a whirlwind, but also a pleasure to get to know all the members and the volunteers that are such an important part of ACS. That was wonderful. Thank you for that. And, you know, we're very happy to have you. I, you know, I, for listeners out there, Tara and I have been in many, many meetings <laughs> uh, for a long time. And, uh, and and she has been wonderful in to helping ACS uh, get its footing as they come out of pandemic planning and all that. Uh, today we're talking about volunteering and, you know, ACS is a big volunteering organization. So um, tell us a little bit about um, what, what is ACS uh, volunteering roles? Uh, what can one do to support the organization? Sure. Um, gosh, this is 
truly the um, heartbeat and the lifeblood of ACS, our volunteers. We only operate due to um, just all of the volunteers that are willing to contribute their time and their talents and all of their unique abilities to all of the things that ACS does. So um, it's something that we are continually talking about um, as a board and um, as a staff just how we can get more volunteers involved with ACS. So um, I'm, I'm so glad to be here today to talk about that because we do have a number of different volunteer opportunities for folks to participate in, and they really run the gamut of really short-term volunteering to um, more long-term kind of heavier commitment type opportunities. So um as you mentioned, coming off of the pandemic and having to cancel all of our in-person events um, has really affected some of our volunteerism for ACS because judging and competition, the conference, and, and so many of our members just love connecting with each other. And those in-person events are how they do that. And it's really how we gain momentum to really encourage folks to volunteer for ACS. So um, not having those in-person events has, um, I wouldn't say decreased volunteering, but um, we just don't have all of the connections that we had in the past. So this year in 2022, we have two of our big in-person events that are upcoming. Judging and competition will be in May in Minneapolis. And as hopefully most of you know at this point, judging and competition is separate from conference for the first time ever. So conference will be in Portland, Oregon in July. So for both of those events, we really need volunteers that are willing to contribute um, any amount of time, really, whether it be just a few hours of um, some cheesemongers who want to cut cheese for um, judging in competition, or um, you are willing to help us run cheeses and receive cheeses. And so we really have a wide range of needs for volunteers at judging and competition. And likewise for conference, um, it really takes a small army of people to make events like that happen. So if anyone is interested in some of those short-term in-person volunteer opportunities, um, please reach out to us. Um, our email address is info at cheesesociety.org. And you can connect with Heather Tucker, who is our volunteer coordinator, and she can get you plugged in. Um, but we also, we've got a wide range of other volunteer opportunities as well. Um, as you know, Carlos, having been involved with ACS mm -hmm. so much in the past, um, we have a number of committees. And um, Maybe at some point, I'd love to hear your story, Carlos, about how you started to become involved with ACS as well. Um, but committees are really where so much of the, the deep work that ACS does happens. So um, we do have a full listing of all of our committees on our website. And um, there is a process that um, is really kind of outlined outlined in our bylaws for how folks can become involved. But we... We really just want to encourage anyone and everyone to indicate their interest in volunteering for committees because we need um, just a diversity of opinions. We need a diversity of people and ideas. 
so that we can really grow all of the programming that ACS does. So committees that really are always in need of help are the education committee. Um, we currently have a governance committee that's newly formed. We have a nominating committee. Um, we have the certification committee, judging and competition, conference planning. So any skill set that you have, we probably have a committee that could utilize um, your help. So, Carlos, I know you were involved with the Guild Outreach Group, um, and right. that's really how you and I got to know each other. So what other, how, what other involvement have you had with ACS? Yeah, thank you for, for all that and for listening to uh, there. Uh, we're going to put a link to that uh, list of uh, positions and also an email that you can find all that. I started volunteering. Uh, I think the first time I volunteered was at a conference, uh, you know, just when, you know, moving tables and plating cheese. But I have also volunteered uh, judging in competition, not as a judge, but actually as a steward, uh, so, you know, moving cheese from the coolers out to the floor and back to the coolers um, is work that is not seen most of the time because people are, are you know, that's all behind the scenes, but it's really interesting work to see of how, you know, huge amounts of cheese are moving and everything gets like, uh, you know, taken out of the fridge so that it starts to not be so cold and so it's able to be judged. And so that is really, really intense. And so that, that's also a lot of fun planning. I have, uh, you know, I help out with writing the exam uh, and I did that as a volunteer. And at some point we had a bone, uh, I think, for um, to, to, to create a... Um, sort of the information about retail, and I was also part of that, and, and that was fun. But let me ask you, Tara, about, mm -hmm. so what is the, what are the benefits, let's say, for uh, ACS um, and for its members to have sort of such robust uh, volunteerism? Um, is it, it, you know, because I imagine it also takes a lot of planning for to have this as opposed to just have people working. Uh, so what is the benefit of ACS to have volunteers? The benefit to ACS of having all of these volunteers is truly the depth and breadth of knowledge that our members bring to any position that they volunteer for. So I think what's unique about ACS is we have such a variety of, um, I mean, we have large scale cheesemakers, we have really small scale cheesemakers, we have retailers and distributors and academics and enthusiasts that are all part of our membership. And so really the only way that we can get representation in our programming and in the um, different projects that we have is through a variety of rep representation from, from all of those different communities. So um, I think the, the, the main benefit to ACS is that we really can draw on such wide varieties of experiences and expertise from so many different people. And I mean, when we look at even just um, diversity within the industry from the size of the cheesemakers, but also we're looking at geographic diversity, we're looking at racial and cultural and ethnic diversity. And so truly, as I said, volunteers are the heart and the lifeblood of ACS. And so the benefit to us is that we're able to gain um, so many different um, 
skill sets from all of those varieties of members that we have. And what would you say is, uh, on the other hand, what is the benefit for a volunteer? Uh, sure. Either for their career or for, you know, social advancement. What do you see and what, what is, sort of, how is ACS kind of giving back? <laughs> sure. You know, I think that for the volunteers, the benefit to them is really being able to create some of these connections within the industry. So often I hear from folks, as you mentioned, Carlos, who start out just volunteering at conference or judging a competition, moving cheese or hauling tables and kind of doing some of the legwork. But then before long, they're able to become more involved in committees who are producing more work. And then so many of our board members, that's how they started as well. And that that's the one aspect of volunteering that I haven't touched on yet is board service. And all of our board members are volunteers as well. But um, when you start out volunteering in ACS, that really does create a type of pipeline for leadership within our organization as well. So I think that all of our volunteers would say that the benefit to them are, are truly the connections within the industry and the friendships that they've been able to build as a result of their volunteering. That's great. And so um, let me ask you sort of a, a side on this. You know, a lot of volunteering, uh, you, you know, if it's a conference, you know, maybe people that are volunteering are people that live in that city or that maybe are going to conference and, you know, they see this as an as you say, an opportunity to either do networking or learn maybe a skill that they don't have, and you know, that's a moment to learn it. Uh, but uh, sometimes volunteering can also be you know, quite difficult if you don't live in the city or you don't get to go to, to the you know, to conference or, or any of that. It, that, I guess, kind of creates this sort of like, um, I guess, moments where you know not everyone gets to participate not everyone gets to volunteer uh, is there you know is there anything uh, that ACS is trying to do to you know sort of open up more more volunteer opportunities that are not necessary for those moments of showing up or you know uh, and I guess the pandemic changed that with a little bit of the internet being more part of the volunteer Sure. Yes, absolutely. And this is something that we have absolutely spent so much time discussing because when you're looking at, um, again, with um, some of the economic disparity that, I mean, volunteering really is a privilege for those who are able to take time off of work. And it's not always so much a matter of those who want to volunteer, it's those who are able to volunteer. And so um, this idea of making sure that we have opportunities for volunteering for everyone um, is something that's been really important to me and really important to the board. And as you mentioned, having um, this virtual space that we're all operating in now has really opened up some opportunities for us. And to me, two of the things that came to mind first were that um, in the past, our education committee was primarily responsible for um kind of coming up with the educational sessions that we offer at conference. And so as part of your service and your time on that committee, you were required to attend conference. And that is 
it, that's an expense to travel there. It's an expense to pay for your registration. And that potentially is time that you're taking off of work and not getting paid. And so that's been a, a big topic of conversation for us. But as a result of the pandemic and so many of the um, educational opportunities that we had over the past two years flipped to virtual. And so that has opened up an opportunity for those who might want to volunteer who are not able to attend conference in person, but still want to help on the education committee. They potentially have the opportunity to help with the webinars. And so that is something that we're, we're really trying to define the amount of time involved with all of our vo volunteer options, as well as, um, the time commitment, but also any travel that's involved. And so that we're really making sure that there are opportunities for everyone. Um, another option that I was thinking about um, that has been virtual is um, some of the certification exam. There've been some logistics on the back end that have not required travel. And so truly, if anyone wants to get involved, we don't want money to be a factor. We don't want travel to be a factor. Um, we do have, we've got international members that with, um, some of the variants and things, travel really is up in the air again. And so um, we just want to make sure that anyone who wants to contribute to ACS has an opportunity. So again, we just encourage anyone to reach out to us directly and um, we can let you know what opportunities are available. That's great. And maybe just as, as a finish to this thought, is there any way that employers can uh, sort of support a volunteering of their employees uh, is, is there something that ACS has thought about of connecting employers or, you know, people that are volunteers that work at organizations that, you know, then maybe, you know, they're able to contribute one hour or you know, two hours into this volunteering. Is there any, any outreach from ACS to the employers uh, that would allow, you know, some of these people to volunteer, maybe not, not for free, but at least paid by their employer? Sure. Actually, Carlos, I... You, you mentioned that and I immediately got my pen out and wrote that down because to my knowledge, <laughs> that is not something that we have, have any formal agreements or have had any formal discussion on. Um, I know that we have a number of employers that do um, really encourage their employees to volunteer at conference and especially some of our larger cheesemakers and distributors and um, retailers. But um, as far as a formal agreement that um, really encourages some of that time to be to be paid or recognized in another way, I think that's a fantastic idea and is definitely something that we need to work towards. Cool. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for being with me today and talking about volunteer opportunities at ACS. Uh, I'm sure that people will now be paying attention and I will encourage people to if they want to volunteer, uh, there's many uh, opportunities and there's a lot of skill sets necessary. Um, I, I guess uh, that's all the time that we have for today. And I thank you, Tara, for your time. Wonderful. Thanks so much, Carlos. This episode of Cutting the Curd is brought to you by Conte Cheese Association. Conte Cheese Association represents the Conte PDO, Conte Protected Designation of Origin in the USA. Conte is a raw milk cooked pressed cheese from the Jura Mountains of France. 
There, every day, 2,500 family farms deliver milk to over 150 local cheese-making facilities, or fruitiers. This milk must be transformed into comté within 24 hours of milking to preserve the lactic microflora in the milk, ensuring the cheese's aromatic potential. About 105 gallons of milk are required to craft a single wheel of comté. Comté takes time to acquire its flavors in the affinage cellars. After eight months of aging by dedicated affineurs on average, each wheel of comté is graded and shipped to market. No wheel of comté is the same. Its flavors speak to the pastures where the cows grazed, the season in which it was made, the particular craftsmanship of the cheesemaker, and the time spent in the aging cellar. Therefore, every wheel of Conte is unique. Learn more about Conte, an iconic cheese from the Jura Mountains of France, favored by cheesemongers and cheese lovers all over the world. Find out more at Conte-USA.com. That's C-O-M-T-E hyphen U-S-A dot com. Welcome back, everyone. We just heard from Tara Holmes from the ACS and also other sponsors. Uh, before we continue with our show today, uh, we want to invite you to donate to the Heritage Radio Network on their website. There are a wonderful group of people working to open spaces in the food industry, and they're also hosts to this podcast. Follow us and them, and make sure to tell your friends by telling them which shows you like best. Uh, next, we have Nicole Garrett, and she is Administrative Support Director for the Cheese Culture Coalition. Welcome to the show, Nicole. Hi, thank you. So awesome to be here. Amazing. And so what I normally like to do, Nicole, is to let you introduce yourself. Tell us about you and uh, if you want a little bit about your organization. Um, yeah, let's start there. Okay, awesome. Um, well, as you said, my name is Nicole Garrett. I'm super excited to be here. Thank you for having uh, the Cheese Culture Coalition on for a second time. We really appreciate all the support. Um, a little bit about me. I have been in the cheese industry for about 10 years now. Um, I started at Whole Foods Market in the specialty department and just fell in love with cheese behind the cheese counter. Um, and I've just kind of been doing that ever since. Uh, I went to study for my CCP exam. And that's actually how I met Whitney because she was working for Whole Foods as well in Texas. And we met on that trip and just kind of remained friends. I was in Arizona. She was in Texas. A couple years ago, I ended up uh, coming out to Texas to work for Whole Foods. And we kind of rekindled our friendship. And she reached out about how she really wanted to um, start a nonprofit um, to just increase the diversity in the cheese industry. And I thought it was an amazing idea. And from there, the rest is kind of history, and we've been just kind of chugging along, doing everything that we can to get the organization off and rolling, and yeah, that's kind of the gist of where we are now. Thank you so much for that, Nicole, uh, and for the listeners out there. I had a, a show with the Cheese Culture Coalition uh, last season, I think. Uh, you can go back and listen. Uh, we talked during that show about their mission and the work that they're doing. But today we are talking about volunteering. So um, uh, I would like to ask you, Nicole, what is that, um, what volunteers, uh, what volunteer opportunities are 
there at the CCC? <laughs> um, we actually have a lot of volunteer programs right now. Um, we are really seeking a treasurer um, to join our board. So if anybody is interested in that, we would absolutely love to hear from you. Um, we're also looking for volunteers just to kind of be boots on the ground and just kind of help us make um, those connections with, you know, any of the marginalized or BIPOC communities and just kind of start that relationship. Um, and it's not limited to a certain area. It's all over. We're just looking for people to kind of help spread the word and get us in touch um, with those, uh, you know, sorry. <laughs> Um, just looking for people to get us um, in touch with uh, communities. And we have a couple of different ways to volunteer right now. Um, you can visit our website and there's actual link there for um, like a questionnaire where you can fill it out for exactly what you're looking to volunteer with. Um, we just recently had a new board member. Her name is Lisa Lopez. She is going to be kind of our outreach coordinator. Um, so you can reach out to her. Um, and all of that information is on our website. But yeah, just anyone who's passionate in the cheese industry, we're also looking for any companies that want to kind of help and be involved. Um, you know, right now we're working with Lady and Larder in LA and the LA Girl Scouts. So we have a program coming up there soon. Um, we've been working with Jasper Hill. So if any companies just want to kind of help, we, we need cheese and we need education as well. Wonderful. Tell us a little bit more about these uh, ways that organizations, companies can help out. Uh, if you want to share what the other companies are doing already, people will get a good idea of what are at least the possibilities right now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so for companies, if anybody you have, you know, maybe you want to help us get some people over there to kind of work in your actual creamery and kind of teach them the ways of how cheese is made. That's always an opportunity. We're looking for um, people to just kind of help donate some cheese so we can get the courses started for all of the schools. So, you know, cheese is always a huge help. Um, it's hard to find everywhere, but we do have creameries in a lot of places. So, any of that would be extremely helpful. Um, if you have anybody in your organization that is, you know, doing classes or teaching any sort of thing about cheese, whether it's entrepreneur or the actual cheese making process or, you know, doing tasting courses and they're very passionate about education, we're always looking for extra hands to help kind of teach those courses that we're looking to implement. Nice, wonderful. And um, I know that you have already, you know, you as the organization have already been doing some teaching uh, at some schools, I think in Queens. Uh, and that's right. And that's that was for a group of students. Uh, in what grades do you, do you remember? Oh, I do not remember. I can probably pull it up. I don't remember off the top of my head what grade that's they were okay. in. <laughs> but that's definitely one of those things that, you know, your organization is doing and, you know, you, you're looking not only for volunteers to teach those classes, but also for, you know, as you said, cheats and other resources so that uh, those classes can be run. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. And so um, what, my next question is, um, what are the benefits uh, for an organization that is sort of starting like the CCC to have volunteers be part of the sort of DNA of, of the organization? Well, uh, we're an organization and we're constantly evolving and kind of changing. Um, and, you know, 
we decided to do it in the middle of a pandemic as well. So that's been quite the learning curve for us. Um, but the benefit to having volunteers is just, you know, the more people that we have in all cities across everywhere eventually is, I think our goal, at least it's my goal, mm -hmm. um, but just people in cities all over, um, just so we can really reach out to communities all over and really, you know, raise awareness for cheese and, and let people in marginalized communities know that we, there's opportunities for them in the cheese industry and we want to help them get there, um, you know, with whatever we can, which is why we also started the education grant as well, which we're in the process of working on. Um, so we can, you know, give a grant to, you know, BIPOC individuals that have an interest in beginning or expanding or advancing their careers in the cheese industry. Um, so just having volunteers that can kind of help get that word out, I think it is just vital because right now we can't do a lot of traveling or moving around. So, you know, building that strong community within the cheese industry, I think it is vital. Definitely. And um, on the other side, what do you think is the benefit for volunteers uh, you know, to, to sort of devote their time and you know, their expertise and the skills to, the, to your organization? Um, well, I think, I think it kind of has to be like a personal thing if you, if you want to volunteer. But I mean, I think you get the opportunity to be involved in an organization that is trying to, you know, change and evolve the cheese industry in a new direction. And, you know, it's, to me, um, I, I can maybe kind of speak for myself. It was just, it was an opportunity for me to take something that I believe in that I think, you know, needs to happen and needs to be done and really like put my, all of the energy that I could expend behind it, you know, and just really get behind something that I believe in and that I'm passionate about. I've, like I said, I've been in the cheese industry for a long time. And I, I really think that there is a huge opportunity um, for the BIPOC community to to come into the cheese industry, you know, and to know that there are opportunities everywhere and that, you know, us as volunteers are helping get that information out. And we're starting it as a, at a young age too, you know, starting teaching children, you know, in elementary school and maybe hopefully junior high, we can really show them that like this, there is an opportunity for you to succeed in this industry and help them see that and then help them achieve that. Yeah, no, that's that's definitely wonderful uh, and so important that you know people also consider this as you know they're they're building their own careers. You know, people that are volunteering, you know, this is something that um, will aid uh, the, the industry as a as a whole. Um, can I ask how are you are you separating committees? Is is kind of like at, at the beginning that everyone that comes in has a role. How, what is sort of the structure of your organization uh, that, that people can sort of find when they start volunteering with you? Um, so we have different board members that are kind of in charge of, you know, different sections. Um, so we have um, Jamie, she is kind of working the cheese education grant right now. So she's working on getting everything for that. Um, so she would be a great resource there. Um, the cheese education program, um, we have two people participating in that. We have Kira James, who you um, spoke to earlier. She's kind of working on our curriculum and making some of those connections and getting the connections with um, the cheese companies to get the cheese 
to the courses. And then we also have Lisa Lopez. Uh, she's going to be kind of working on our community outreach. So if you're interested in doing community outreach in your community and you, you know, that's just something you're passionate about, you can reach out to Lisa. Um, and then we have Ajayla. Um, she is working on a lot of our marketing. So if you have marketing experience and you kind of want to help lend a hand there, that would be amazing. Um, you can reach out to her. Uh, we have Jessica Fernandez. Um, she, you can reach out to her. She takes care of all of our social accounts. Um, so if you have, you know, a lot of information about anything social media related um, and you feel like you would be able to help us, Jessica would be um, an excellent resource to reach out to. So it's kind of broken down there. And I'm kind of the administrative support. So I will usually, if you are interested in volunteering, you're not sure where to go, you can fill out the volunteer um, information sheet on our website and it'll email it to me and I'll kind of look over it and kind of see what you're passionate about. And I'll ask a few questions and then I'll usually direct you to one of the specific board members. Wonderful. That's very helpful to know. And I'm sure that People will, uh, you know, having heard of those opportunities can then reach out and be like, I have these skills or I like that type of work or I know that person and I want to help out that one person and they'll be able <laughs> to do that. So definitely, that's wonderful. Um, well, I'm very happy that I we got to hear from you. And um, if you want to share anything else about volunteering with your, organiz with your organization, please do, uh, but if not, I think we're all set for today. Yeah, I mean, just reminding you to go onto our website. There's a little section that says get involved. Um, it's really easy to navigate. You just fill out the little volunteer sheet. Um, you could also donate. Um, we're always accepting donations. So that's always an option if you don't have the opportunity to volunteer your time right now. Um, and I just want to, once again, thank you so much for giving us this opportunity and a platform to really kind of raise awareness about what we're doing and how people can get involved. Um, I think we're at a critical role, like transition right now with our nonprofit, and we just really want to take that next steps. And, you know, everybody needs help to get to where they're going. And we definitely would love to have. That was wonderful. Thank you so much, Miguel. And I'm happy that we we're able to feature uh, the Cheese uh, Culture Coalition uh, again on the show. And please keep us posted of any other ideas that you want. We always want to have you on the show. Awesome. Thank you again so much. We are very, very grateful for your support. Well, thank you to Nicole and Tara for coming to the show today. Um, before I go, I want to talk to you a little bit about what is happening at the Daphne Cephus Teaching Endowment. I am uh, currently the co-president along Sam Frank and with our wonderful team um, formed by Rachel Jewell and Tom Perry, uh, who are administrators. Uh, we are also looking for volunteers at the moment, specifically to join our board of directors. Uh, we are an organization that promotes education. And at the moment, we have two committees. One is uh, education and recipient support. So that is a committee that will help uh, the people that get the award to call, to help them realize their travel or their research. And then we also have a committee for um, application and awareness, and that is uh, helping people apply for the grant, but also uh, sharing uh, information about the grant and you know putting it out there. So those are the two committees we have. We are looking at the moment for three 
board directors uh, to join us in uh, September. Uh, we are an organization that has uh, funds and we give them out to, to people that apply to do either travel and, or research. And uh, as I said, I'm the co-person at the moment and I will be for another year. So you will end, will end up hanging out with me in a lot of Zoom conversations. Um, I would say that I think volunteering is a very important part of the cheese industry for a long time. Volunteering has been kept uh, very uh, specifically to uh, I, one group of people, that being mostly white men, uh, specifically in judging. Uh, that eventually started opening and there was more uh, diversity, uh, including women uh, as well, but also uh, just white women. And more recently, uh, I think all organizations are looking to open. Um, we, we heard today from two organizations specifically that are looking at diversifying not only gender, but also uh, racial, et ethnic, and cultural. Um, that is the same case for the Nicephalus Teaching Endowment. Uh, if you're out there listening uh, and you are a person of color, uh, you are a minoritized community, we want you. We are going to try to get you to uh, uh, help, not only because we want your help and we want to hear from you, but because so many of us who have been volunteers know that a lot of opportunities will come up from that uh, to advance your career. So we want to hear from you specifically. Uh, that is it for today for me. As always, you can follow Cutting the Curd online uh, on our Instagram page. And please reach out to me or any of the other hosts if you want to hear um, any topics on the show. Thank you again. Bye. Cutting the Curd is powered by Simplecast. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. For our freshest content, subscribe to our newsletter. Enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradionetwork.org. Connect with us on Instagram and Twitter at heritage underscore radio. You can also find us at facebook.com slash heritage radio network. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place. And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you. Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Subscribe to the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join the HRN family by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thanks for listening.